I'm Victoria Olsina, and this is SEO in 2023, Additional Insights. Victoria, what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023? Today, I'm going to be talking about AI and how to use it correctly for SEO. Okay, well, I know that you love a phrase called hybrid models for AI. So, so, so what is a, a hybrid model? Yeah, a hybrid model is when you use AI to make you a better writer, a better SEO, a better human, if you want to call it that way. So I think it's the, it's the best way to use AI when you are assisted by ChatGPT or whatever platform you use, and you use your own keyword research, your own competitor research, you work with a powerful prompt. A powerful prompt has to uh, identify the target audience, what is the final piece uh, going to be used for, who are you and which is your point of view on your particular ideas, your ideas on that, uh, on that topic. And then the AI produce a draft, an outcome, and we refine and optimize this until it's in, the, in a proper shape and form. And then we have a human, a human review and fact-checking. This is incredibly important because we know that sometimes, uh, or a lot of times, AI hallucinates and provides fake information uh, and fa- or makes up facts, uh, which is something that you don't want in a piece that could be informative for your audience. You want to have the actual information, uh, stats, uh, which you can actually take stats from other AI platforms. For example, one that I use is Google's uh, Scholar. And yeah, we take data stats from there and we complement with AI. And then after the human checking fact uh, and review, we publish what is uh, what has been produced. So it's both the best of both worlds. You have AI doing its thing and human uh, doing its things as well. So, so there are obviously many different SEO tasks involved in the process. Um, you, you're talking about research there, um, throughout to, to, to publishing content. Um, so maybe, shall we go back to keyword research? So looking at keyword research specifically, uh, how do you use AI to help determine keywords, determine topics, and what should AI do and what should humans do specifically in relation to that task? Yeah, uh, so for keyword research, I think that uh, the way I approach it I select the seed keywords. I mean, the strategy uh, behind the keywords and the selection of seed keywords is done by me. And then I use AI uh, a lot to cluster topics and to uh, calculate the opportunity of each of those uh, clusters. Uh, I was checking the latest version of uh, GPT 4 this week, uh, which was launched last week, and you can upload uh, CSV files, which you could do before with, uh, a- with the plugins, but now you can do it natively with the, um, the new version and it has provided some good, very good insights. Also with the new version, you can also uh, make graphs of data, of insights. And um, I think that I have, that that's one of the, the things that I have been using the most, uh, data insights, data, data analysis. So I was going to ask you to clarify what tool you were using, and obviously you were saying GTP4. So what kind of prompts do you use um, in order to get it to cluster your topics? Uh, What are you looking for as an outcome? 
Yeah, um, the well, the prompt is very simple. It's act like an SEO specialist and give me semantically related uh, groups of keywords. I, I, I think that's that's lovely. Act like an SEO specialist and give me semantically linked groups of keywords. I think that's worthwhile emphasizing there as well. So you're looking for ChatGTP to act like an SEO. Yeah, so act like is one of the... I thought it was an old tip. <laughs> act like is what is uh, the more... So when we say uh, that the prompt should be refined and the prompt should be specific, act like is one of the easiest ways to tell ChatGPT what do you want from the outcome. Who you are, uh, so you, we specify the, um, the role of the AI and then uh, act like an SEO expert, act like a stand-up comedian, act like a nutritionist. That gives a lot of... Hopefully not, not at the same time. Maybe all, maybe all of the same time. Actually, if we say better than act like a stand-up comedian, it's like act like Dave Chappelle. It has some, some information about who Dave Chappelle is, what kind of jokes he ma- makes, and I don't think... I'm not saying that that is the the best the best one. So 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 is is there an SEO that's famous famous enough that you can go to ChatGTP act like this SEO? Maybe I I've imagined that maybe act like Aleida Solis could could work. <laughs> act like, uh, what is the name of the guy from Backlinko? Brian Dean. Brian Dean. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> act like Brian Dean. Well, maybe SEO, we don't have so much, so much, um, uh, so much famous people, but I think that at least act like an SEO specialist, act like a salesman. The other day I wrote uh, some outreach um, email saying act like a sales specialist. And it says, um, I took it from, from a Facebook group. You are, uh, uh, it said, uh, write like uh, David Ogilvy. You are a salesman that can write like Dave, uh, David. Okay, so you've got... GTP4 to come up with your topic clusters. What's the next stage after that? Um, how do you create the content from the topic clusters and what role does AI have in that? From the topic clusters, I might have some ideas to uh, how to uh, approach the content because obviously a, a content could be, um, a piece of content could be product, a service, could be blog, could be a podcast, could be many things, right? And it's important for me to define uh, the funnel. Each uh, topic cluster, where should they be in the funnel? Is this informational intent, commercial intent, which AI is quite good at defining uh, intent as well. So with intent, we have the, the, the intent and the funnel are the same thing. So once we have the intent, let's say it's informative intent, it will be mostly for the, for the blog. And uh, we check the... The keyword and what is the possible title. We cannot come with a possible title. We can even tell AI to say, okay, suggest for this informative, this is going to be a blog post, the informative intent, suggest some uh, titles for this blog post. I'm sorry, just to clarify, do you get GTP4 to come up with the intent for you as well? Most of the time, yeah. Uh, the JGPT does the, the intent for, for me. Evidently, I review this. Because sometimes we know that AI hallucinates. But even when you have the, the intent on tools like uh, SEMrush, many times I don't agree with the intent. Many times I don't agree that this, I mean, they use AI as well to classify, or at least machine learning, to classify all of these keywords. And sometimes I don't agree on the intent. So I do, I check what they say, and but ultimately I do my thing or what my brain tells me that 
that is the most accurate intent. So uh, then we have the titles. Again, it could be human-made or AI-made. Uh, sometimes I, uh, I'm not an English speaker, probably native English speaker, probably you have noticed this. So everything that has to do with the language is very important for me. And I use it all the time to refine my emails, to sound more polite, more enthusiastic, more something. Make me sound like I'm not myself because I write in a very direct way, in a very Argentinian way. And sometimes people in Britain is like, oh, that she hates us. Maybe. So, 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 so it's okay. It's okay coming up with a new form of writing, a, a new persona, if you were. Um, but what if you've already published hundreds of articles in a certain tone, in your own style? Is it reasonable? Is it possible to get AI to replicate your existing style? I think that uh, yeah, you can train AI. This is something that uh, we do in my consultancy, particularly for product and service pages. People want product and service pages written in a certain style, a certain tone. In in your brand, I think becomes more real on product and services than on blogs. Uh, blogs are written, or at least with the clients that I have, in a more generic way. Now, products or services have to sound a certain way. So what you can do is to train the AI. And how do you do? Well, you have just said that if you have thousands of existing articles, you feed some of these existing articles. Maybe not the thousands. You could, but it could be it would be a bit more complicated. But you could paste three. And also when I, uh, and this is related to what I previously say, when we are refining the prompt, I think that a good prompt has examples of what you think is correct. Correct in the, in the, in the tone of voice, in the style, and um, how the final output should look like. I generally, for clients, I build uh, prompt libraries where there is uh, examples of what they have written before by humans, human written articles. And uh, this fits in into the... Um, new AI uh, content. Is there anything that AI can't do at the moment in terms of content style, writing style? For instance, if it's produced a piece of content for you, do you add elements to that piece of content that only a human can do? We do. We generally write elements. Well, we write and we take elements because, as I said, there is an hallucination part that comes very, very strongly. So it has to be reviewed by a, by a human so that it doesn't say not only incorrect things, but incorrect from a factual point of view. But sometimes uh, I'm, uh, I'm writing a, a nutritional, uh, a blog about nutrition with my brother who is a nutritionist and he's the one that is checking all of the content. And sometimes he sends me snippets that makes absolutely no sense. So not only facts that AI invent makes up, but snippets that is like, who is writing this? It's like, I don't know, it looks like somebody on LSD writing about muscles. <laughs> and... Some, some, some bits are unbelievable. Some metaphors are unbelievable, but it's good because we have someone who is an expert in his field and checking the, not only the, gra the, the syntaxes, but also the facts that the AI is providing. And he also uh, complements the material with quotes from perplexity.ai, which is, um, is for research. It quotes uh, a lot of papers and scientific uh, research for you. So if you look, let's say, we were talking about, imagine vitamin A. If we're writing about vitamin A, we can go to perplexity AI. This is just one of the tools. There is a lot of tools that do this. And we can see what, are, what is the main research or some of them to, uh, that will help to make this article relevant. And um, also, uh, it's always good to add external links to relevant sources such as scientific research. 
So there are things that I think that AI is not so good, which is, uh, as, as you know, I'm a, a comedian as well, stand-up comedian, and is I think that uh, AI is good to initiate or to refine some jokes, but it doesn't write to what uh, it it can start something, but it cannot finish something. And stand-up, <laughs> very precise. Uh, a punchline is a punchline, and I don't think that AI can write punchlines yet. Maybe next week, because things are uh, uh, going at a speed that is really, really fast. But right now, no, it cannot write uh, jokes. I mean, it feels like you've articulated that AI, the the phase that we're in at the moment is very much an in-between phase. And that um, we've come from humans doing everything to now AI doing a lot of the grunt work to, at some point in the future... AI creating almost everything in in terms of the written form online. Can you, I mean, it's, it's hard to forecast, but, but can you envisage a stage in a year's time where your process is going to be completely different and AI is just going to be producing your content for you? It has already changed for, uh, from one year to the other. Last year in July, I, I, had a permanent writer. I had I had hired writer, a junior writer, and now I don't need a junior writer. Uh, I need a senior writer because the junior, the eighty percent, what the junior does is sixty to eighty percent of the work. Now that work can be done by AI. I think that people that can think of a strategy and are very skilled at their work uh, will continue to have uh, a job. But people who are starting their career that are not so good or they don't have the strategic uh, thinking yet because you generally do that when you when you move up and when you have been working in a field for a couple of years, that people will find some serious issues with employability or their job will be mostly copying and pasting. Is that too dark? It's not. It's not. I'm just trying to decide whether to go down that rabbit hole or, or whether that's beyond the uh, the remit of the discussion. I'll probably just um, ask you, in terms of careers, if someone's maybe starting off as a junior creative SEO or, or writer, it's a challenging time for them. W- would you offer them any advice in terms of what direction to go down? I think I'm a bit bad at giving career advice because I'm not very corporate and people, when they talk about careers, they want something uh, that is really structured, especially when you are uh, starting out. Uh, And I have always done my own thing. (laughs) But if I had to give advice to uh, people that are starting out, I would say, again, to try to cultivate a strategic thinking, not just writing a blog post, but how a blog post uh, fits in into a wider strategy. Uh, and why their strategy is, uh, has to have video and has to have a social media component. That's the way I'm producing content at the moment. I'm not going, I'm not just producing a blog post about the topic for my personal social media. I'm producing a blog post, video, and repurposing all of this content into all of the other different social media channels, into different, into small tweet threads, graphics from, uh, to put on Instagram. Shorts to put on YouTube Shorts and uh, Instagram again and TikTok. So how does this fit into a wider strategy? I think uh, that the people who can do that are the best people because they are not going to be limited by execution. 
that's one of the problems that I have. I'm, I, I'm very good at thinking ideas. I never ask AI, give me ideas. I have a lot of ideas, but my problem is like, okay, this idea, these three bullet points, I have uh, put them into a script for a video, for a podcast, for a blog post. Uh, now cut my videos or using Opus AI or Video AI and, and let's uh, schedule this for every single social media I'm on. Those things now are quite easy to do and it will get easier and easier and easier. So if you're an executioner, so if your skill is video editing and we have Opus AI which, which is doing 60 to 80% of the job, well, that's, that's an issue. I think... Yeah, I think what you, what you started off with there, cultivate strategic thinking is, is great advice there. So it was certainly worthwhile going there and uh, asking you that particular question. But you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023. So now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? What SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023 is not keeping up with everything that is happening. Every day there's something new. It's very hard to keep up, but if you don't, I think that one week is is really different from, from the other. Last week, I wasn't using Opus AI. Uh, last week, I wasn't using the new JGPT uh, 4 and now I realize that I can uh, improve my workflow and save 90% of the time. So if I can do that next week and there's something I can save 90% of the time in, that's worth it. And it's worth the two hours a day I, I use to keep up with different SEO chat groups, uh, Facebook group, uh, videos on YouTube. It takes a lot of time. But if I'm saving time by the end of the day and I can charge for that time that I'm not spending, I think that's, that's very good. So you cannot, yeah, you cannot be in a coma for a week if you're an SEO. That's it. Don't go on holidays. <laughs> Don't turn off. <laughs> Very healthy advice. Uh, don't fall in a coma. Right. <laughs> because uh, you are going to be jobless. That's what I want to say on your podcast, David. Victoria is a London-based SEO consultant specializing in blockchain, cryptocurrencies, and fintech. And you can find her over at victoriaosina.com. Victoria, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023. Thank you, David. It was a pleasure to be here. I've been your host, David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at seoin2023.com.